You are listening to A Bigger Life, a podcast by The Crossing on how to live into God's bigger story. Hi, welcome back to A Bigger Life. Today I want to look at Psalm 93. Not really a famous psalm. It's only five verses. It's pretty short. But it's one of these psalms, again, if you just use your imagination, if you take the imagery and the poetry of the psalm and let it be something that speaks to you because the Holy Spirit has inspired this and this imagery is inspired by God to be something that creates an image in your mind that God wants you to have so that you understand the reality that your life is in forever. This is one of those psalms that sort of is the helps us see this is the context of our life. This is the at 30,000 feet. This is the bottom line reality that my life is in forever. And it's using my imagination in prayer, my imagination as I meditate on this poetry, this psalm, to see reality to see reality in a greater way because, you know, we go through life with an image. We have a story in our mind. We have a narrative in our mind. And that narrative defines our sense of self. It defines our sense of reality. It defines what is good, what is bad. And sometimes, uh, often, I should say not sometimes, but almost all the time, if not all the time, our sense of narrative creates a distorted sense of reality, and that's where we get into trouble. That's where we start pursuing things that we think make us happy that don't. That's where we start messing up our lives with with goals and ambitions that, that end up being our own worst enemy. And I find that I reboot, I get to restart my day when I pray through something like Psalm 93. And at first, it's going to seem pretty basic to you because it's, again, 30,000 feet, but it's one of these things that's so basic, that's where the profundity is. And so it says in verse 1, the Lord, that's Yahweh, L-O-R-D, capital, Yahweh, the I am, the Lord reigns, he is robed in majesty. The second part of that verse says, yes, the world is established, it shall never be moved. You might think, well, how does... How does that relate? But I think what the psalmist is saying is that God's robe is creation itself, that, that creation is the majesty we look at God and see that he is, a. it's using a very ancient kind of imagery, and that is the, the, the reign of a king, the robe of a king. One who reigns is dressed in a way that gives those who see him a picture of his authority, a picture of his reign, a picture of his rule of his majesty, of his power. And so here we see the power of God in the universe. The universe is a picture to us of the kind of power God reigns with. He created all this, and this is his majesty. This is his robe. This is what he is clothed in, so to speak. And so we're using imagery here. We're using our imagination to see God as a God who rules and the robe that he wears to help us see the majesty with which he rules, the power with which he rules, the power of his reign, the, the reach of his reign is the entire universe itself. Verse 2, your throne, this is imagery again, right? Because you know, God doesn't literally sit on a throne. This is all imagery in the Psalms to help us see that God rules completely. God is in control completely. 
And so your throne, it says, is established from of old. You are from everlasting. Oddly worded, right? Because normally we think of everlasting as something in the future. It goes on forever. It's, it lasts forever. But here it's saying you're from of old. You're from everlasting. That infinite past, God has always raised. We can't understand this, but somehow forever past. If you let your mind just sort of think about trying to climb out of a hole that is infinite, that goes forever, it, it becomes something that it's incomprehensible. How do you climb out of something that, that, that started forever ago? But somehow in the course of time that God has obviously created this universe, even before time, infinite past, God has forever reigned. So we don't have the ability to think that way, but we, we can at least let our mind think that there has never, ever, ever been a point in time, there has never been a time that God has not been God completely in control, completely reigning over everything that exists forever past because he's the I am. The I am is always in the present tense, and no matter where you go, infinite past, he is still in the present tense. He is the I am who has infinitely existed. He's the source of all that exists. He's the giver of all life, and he is always in the present tense. He is the I am who reigns. He's robed in the majesty of the universe itself. His throne is established from infinite past, from everlasting. Verse 5 your decrees are very trustworthy. And that's sort of a simple way to say something that is profound, that God's decrees as king, and again, we're using the imagery of ancient times, kings, thrones, robes, but this is a way to help us imagine that God is in control and that his decree, what he decrees to happen, his will, his rule is not only trustworthy, it's very trustworthy. That seems silly to say something is very trustworthy. We don't talk that way. It's trying to find a way to say it's trustworthy beyond our ability to even trust. That God is trustworthy. He is God from everlasting. His decrees are worthy of complete trust. It says, holiness befits your house. Again, using imagery that God's dwelling is the splendor of his majesty. It's this holiness, this splendor, the robe of his majesty that has created this entire universe is a picture of his holiness, his ultimateness, his other than usness. O Lord, forevermore, it says. Let me read the verse because I've kind of chopped it up. Your decrees are very trustworthy. Holiness befits your house, O Lord, forevermore. So now we're going forever in the future. We've gone infinite past. We've gone from everlasting, now forevermore to everlasting. There is forever more with God. He is the I am. He is the one who is forever in the past, forever in the future, and completely in control of everything. And because he is holy, and because the universe itself is a robe of his majesty, that he is worthy of our trust. He is always right. He is always in control. And he is completely worthy of our 100% trust, even beyond our ability to trust. 
because forever he is God overall. Forever he, his will rules everything, everywhere. Forever he is ultimate. He is holy. He is enthroned. Forever he is trustworthy, worthy of our trust forever. All right, now the, the, the power of this psalm, we just read three verses, but the, the power of this psalm is not so much in just reading it and going on, but the power of this psalm in our lives is, is when we pray it. Because when we pray this psalm, we are again using the imagination of poetry, using our imagination and our prayer to help us see reality and the reality that my life is in forever. And when I do that, I reboot my day. And so praying through this psalm is what really gets to my, deep in my soul and allows my spirit to reboot as I talk with God and, and bring God more into my heart and more into my mind and more into my spirit through prayer. So let's, let's pray this and I'll show you what I mean. Let's pray through just the verses 1, 2, and 5. And I'll show you what I mean by by how to do that with a psalm like this. Yahweh God, Lord God, the I Am. You are the one who has forever existed because you are existence itself. You are the I Am. You are the source of all that exists. You are the giver of all life and you are the giver of my life. I exist because you decreed me to exist. You willed me to exist because you are the one who controls all creation. You control all the universe. You are the one who reigns. You are robed in the majesty of the universe itself. All the stars that I see in the sky and the galaxies in the universe that I don't see except in pictures are just a picture of your power, your majesty, your glory, your rule, your reign, that you rule over everything, and that's the power of your reign. You are infinite in power, and yet the universe itself is smaller than your power, and yet beyond my ability to even understand. You reign. You are the God who is enthroned, and you have been from everlasting. Forever you have been enthroned. Forever you are God from forever past. You are the God whose will is the will of all reality, of all that exists. You are the I am, and you decreed me to exist. You wanted me to exist in your universe. I don't know why, but for your will, for your purpose, because you are God, you are infinitely wise, you have an infinite plan, and somehow I exist in that plan And that blows me away. It humbles me. It excites me. It gives me life. It breathes the life of your Holy Spirit into my heart, into my mind, into my own spirit, and gives me joy because I know I am loved. And I know that I have this gift of life. And so it fills me with gratitude. I appreciate, I am so grateful for your love for me, that you created me, that you have an eternal plan for me that has been from everlasting because you are infinite past and you have decided to create me at some point in infinite past and therefore I exist because you reign, because you are God, because you rule, because you are in control and this is the reality that my life is in forever. 
Your decrees are trustworthy, completely worthy of my trust. Your will is worthy of my 100% total trust, total reliance upon you, total belief in you, total dependence upon you, total trust of you because you are the God who reigns everywhere over everything. So even when things aren't something I understand, I can trust your will because you reign. Because you are always in control and your holiness is over all of your decrees. You are holy. You are ultimate. Ultimate be you in my own heart. Ultimate be you in my my mind and my spirit that you would be the highest. You would be the ultimate because you are holy, O Lord, forevermore. There is more forever because you reign forevermore. Forever you are God over all. Forever your will rules over everything, everywhere. Forever you are ultimate. And forever you are trustworthy, worthy of my trust forever. And so I submit to you. I bow my head to you. I look to you. I trust in you. I believe you. I believe in you. I rely upon you. I depend upon you forever because you are the giver of my life. You are the one who created me and you are the purpose of my life. I exist for your will. I exist because you decreed me to exist. I exist in your universe that you rule over forever. And I exist in trust in you and in love for you and obedience to you because you have this incredible plan for my life. You are robed in majesty. Your will for me is robed in majesty. This universe is a picture of your power and the glory and the beauty that you want to fill my life with forevermore. And so I submit to you and trust you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thanks for listening to A Bigger Life, a podcast of The Crossing, a church in Columbia, Missouri. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and give it a rating so people can find this content more easily or consider texting it to a friend or posting it on social media. Thanks for listening.